Good morning, everyone. We're going to start off with prayer, and then we're going to go on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us. We thank you for always being there for us and never leaving us on our own. We thank you for guiding us and teaching us how to be better in your word. Father God, we submit ourselves to you every morning. Guide us and lead us. Show us what we're doing wrong in Jesus' name. And Father God, uh, one more thing. Please bless the people that are hearing it and bless the people that are reading your word today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. <clears throat> okay, verse of the day. 1 John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Topic, I am not ashamed, but I am forgiven. Affirmations, I'm going to say it. I'm going to pause for you to say it behind me if you like. I am not ashamed. I am forgiven. I am free. I belong to Jesus. Thoughts, when we sin, we don't have to be ashamed. We don't have to hide. The more we hide from the sin we committed, the more we become further from God. People of God, the Lord desires for us to come, come to him and seeking forgiveness. He doesn't want us shamed to shame to even talk to him. He, he doesn't want us to leave and never come back. He wants us to keep trying. In order to do that, we must deny our flesh and confess with our mouth the sins we have committed. Sometimes what happens is we, we get caught up in, in sin and for comfort. And once we commit that sin, we realize we shouldn't have done it. And guilt takes over. And when this happens, most of the time we become so embarrassed and guilty that we think hiding from God will solve the issue. And it doesn't. In Proverbs 28 and 13, it says this, Whoever conceals his transgressions would not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. We can't prosper if we conceal our sins. And maybe we don't mean to conceal them. Maybe we are so ashamed that we don't realize that what we are doing, God wants a relationship with us. The serious way, not in own and off relationship, not one that we ask him for money over and over, not one where we just come and pour out our heart and disappear. No, he wants a real relationship with us. And in order to grow with God, we must be ready to give ourselves to him. And be vulnerable and say, we messed up and listen for correction. That's the key to building a relationship with him. It's being vulnerable. Um, Songs 103 and 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgression from us. This is how God treats our sin. Once we confess it, he removes them so far from us. Does anyone understand how far that is, east and west? It's approximately 2,500 miles. That's just across the United States. That's amazing that he will give us that kind of forgiveness because he loves us. He loves us so much that he wants us to be free from the burden of carrying our sins and worries and our shame. When Jesus died on the cross for our, for our sins, he took that away. He carried our shame. He carried our defeat. It all belongs to him. We must believe that. We must understand that. Isaiah 59, 2, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Not only does shame drive us away, it's a domino effect. It also creates a separation from God. It will cause, cause him to distance himself from us, not leave, but distance himself from us until we are ready to come to him. We have to understand that God won't make anyone do anything. He wants willing vessels. The enemy, he wants us to stay ashamed where we refuse to go to God, that we, we believe the lies he has to say to us. But we must understand the enemy 
and will forever come after us. He doesn't care who you are. He doesn't, it will bother you and, and he will bother you. And each time he do rebuke the spirit, he tries to attach to you, rebuke the insults, rebuke the heaviness. He tries to attach to you, hand it over to God and he will remove the feeling of shame. Shame can make us feel that he doesn't love us. Shame can make us feel that the life of sin is all we have and it isn't. We have more in life, but we have to be willing to give more, give God more in all of our shortcomings. Don't be ashamed of what you did or used to do. You're a child of the king. Go to God right now and confess your sins to him and make everything right with him. First John 1 and 9 says, we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. We have nothing to be ashamed of. Jesus wants us to come and confess every sinful action, thought, or wherever it may be. And he will forgive us and cleanse, of, of, cleanse us of it all. We don't have to carry the shame anymore. Once we give ourselves to God, all we have to do is center ourselves to God. All we have to do is, all we have to do is center ourselves around him. And believe that he can be, that we can be free from everything. People always will try to bring shame to you. They will always try to make you feel that who you were was the worst. It isn't. Or what you did was awful. You are new in him. If God can forgive you and move past it, all we can do is push out, push out the negative thoughts and negative people out of our view and stay focused on him. Because Jesus, he's going to carry it all for us. And he's going to carry all our problems, all our worries, if we allow him. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We thank you for everything. We thank you for forgiving us of our sinful ways and shameful ways. Lord, we are sorry we keep misstepping or not listening, but we give our lives to you. Lord, we want to do what is right. We, we desire to make you happy. Lord, help us to fight a good fight and we will listen. Lord, give us ears to hear your correction and wisdom to understand and apply, to, apply the word to our lives. Father. If it's anything that we are doing wrong, please correct us every day. Please show us the way. Lord, we need you and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. References. Psalms 51, 1 through 2. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. Blot out my transgression. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sins. Psalms 119 and 9. How can a young person stay on the path of purity by living according to your word? First John 1 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus, his son purifies us from all sins. Further reading, Isaiah 43, 14 through 45 and 10, Ephesians 4, 17 through 32, Psalms 70, 1 through 5, Proverbs 24 and 8. Um, once again, those references and further reading will be in the bio of this podcast. So I'm not ashamed, but I'm forgiven. That's the thing that um, I think a lot of people deal with is that they feel guilty about the sins they committed. And the thing that you have to understand is that once we say, God, forgive me, he doesn't remember. He, he has blotted it out. He has erased it, closed the book and say, OK, where are we starting from? We're starting from the beginning. OK, let's go. He's ready to fight with you. He's ready to not fight with you physically, not mentally or spiritually, but he's ready to help you fight the enemy and, and be able to rebuke it and uh, turn away from sin. He's ready to stand guard with you. He's ready to put up his dukes for you. He's ready to be by your side, but we have to be the ones that allow him to do it. 
when we sin, don't think, okay, God, I, 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 I had illicit sex, or I, I, I drunk, or I, I, I smoked too much, and, and I did this last night, I did that last night. He's not going to talk to me. No, he, he will talk to you. All you have to do is say, Lord, I did stuff that I shouldn't have done. And Lord, I need you to guide me away from those things. And he's going to say, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's work towards this. Let, let's do this together. It's just as simple as that. He's not going to put you through the ringer. He's not going to sit there and point and say, okay, you done this. It's over with. I'm done with you. Get him out of my sight. He's not going to do that. No. God is a loving God. He's a, his love for us is infinite. And he shows it when he forgives us. It's us to have to get past the sin that we have committed and the shame. Yes, it, it, it bothers us when we, when we slip up. It bothers us when we don't do what we're supposed to do. Yes, you're going to feel that guilt because that means you're connected with God and you realize what you're doing is wrong. That's why you feel that. But don't hold on to it. God doesn't want you to hold on to it. He wants you to live your life peacefully. And in order to do that, we must let go of any shame that we have. We shouldn't feel shameful at all. I, when, I, when I gave my life to God, I had a lot of people that used to remind me of my past. They sit there, well, old Lou used to, old Lou used to do this, or old Lou had did this. No. And they continued to say it. And so it caused me to be shameful. It caused me not to want to search my calling. It caused me where I, I refused to want to have a relationship with God because I felt like I wasn't unworthy. That like I wasn't worthy enough for him. But what we must do with people when they make us feel shameful, they make us feel unworthy. We have to ignore them. Pray for them. Ask God to make them be quiet. Ask God to have them to say something positive and not negative. I always use this and say, God, have them. If they don't have nothing nice to say, please don't let them say nothing to me, please. But what we have to understand is that people are going to continue to use our words. Like it was an old school rhyme that says, words would never hurt me. Six of stones would break my, break my bones, but words would never hurt me. Words do hurt. It, it do hurt. And it stings. Because you're trying to move forward and people are continuing to move you back. But what you got to understand is that is the trick of the enemy. The enemy will use anyone to put a thought back in your head like, okay, this is what she used to do. Okay, well, since no one believes me and no one, you know, everyone keeps bringing up my, my past, maybe I should go drink. Maybe I should go do this. Maybe I should go do that. Because that's what Satan wants. No, rebuke it under your breath. I rebuke you, Satan. You won't cause me to go back. You won't cause me to think that I'm not worthy. And if you think about it, none of us are worthy. All of us have been to the spot in our life where we did something we shouldn't have done. That's what you have to keep in mind, that everybody's been at the spot that you're in. You're just there. You might not meet someone that's in that same spot that you're in. You might not meet someone that is just giving a life to God or just getting past. You have some Christian that just can't get past certain sins. You and people are not going to be transparent with you about those certain shortcomings. But if we all think about it, we've all been to the place where we have done something shameful. But in order to move past it, we have to let it go. Even Peter. You remember Peter? Jesus told him, you will deny me three times. And Peter's like, no, <laughs> I won't do that. You're my homie. No, I'm not going to do that. You know what he did? 
he denied him. And I bet shame and guilt came over him because he remembered what Jesus said to him. But you know what Peter did? He moved past it. He asked God to forgive him. He moved past it. He saved souls. They even say in the Bible that his shadow had so much anointing that when laid upon a, a person that was sick, it healed them. He moved past it. He didn't let what, what, what he did, denying Jesus, let that stay, let that sit for a minute. He denied knowing Jesus. So if we're going to sit here and we're going to put weight on certain sins, which we shouldn't, but he denied Jesus. If he denied Jesus and God forgave him, why wouldn't he forgive you? And Jesus and Peter was such a powerful man of God. He was this, this is the same man that had a vision and he had different animals coming down in the sheet. And God told him, hey, this is, you know, this is what I'm showing you. This He ever had visions like that. He even had, this is the same Peter that was locked up in jail and the earthquake happened. This is the same Peter. This is the same Peter that told this woman, you are lying to the Holy Spirit. You're the same person that carried your husband out to here to carry you out. This is the same Peter. You see how mighty and powerful he was of God? He didn't let that stop him. And we shouldn't let what people say and what, what people throw at us and our own personal feelings stop us from being who we are in Christ because that's what matters. Not your past, not what you think you are, not what people say, but who you are in Christ. You are a child of the king. And you, you remember that. When someone come at you, you remember, I'm a child of the king. I'm from royal priesthood. I have the authority, and you walk in that authority. You don't allow your sin to bring you down. You don't allow your emotions to bring you down. You walk in your authority. You walk in the light. You square your shoulders back, and yes, I was this. Yes, I was that. But look at me now. I'm a child of the king. Don't just take it. Don't just take what the enemy is trying to do to you. You square your shoulders back, and you rebuke him. You rebuke him every time he comes. Hope you enjoyed devotional today. It taught me a lot. I hope it taught y'all a lot. Um, remember that Jesus loved you. And remember, like we said, that just confess your sins and he will forgive you. He will forgive you because he loves you. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed day. Blessed day or night, whenever you're listening to it. Remember Jesus loves you. Okay, bye.